Hello, Timon. I'm worried about my nephew. He abruptly left Massachusetts five to six years ago to live in California to, quote, live with an online gamer's family. When he came home for his last mother's funeral, when he came home for his mother's funeral, he looked Amish and I've always been suspicious. Now he lives in Goshen. Do you know of any other cults there in Goshen? Well, Irene Menard, you hit the nail on the head. And we're back. We made it. Welcome to the podcast. Happy Monday. Happy Monday, everyone. Hope you guys are having a wonderful Monday. Um, we are. And I hope you guys are too. How you doing, Lincoln? I'm doing fantastic. How many uh, times have you cried today? A couple. I hope you guys aren't crying today either, or you are, or are you doing what you gotta do. It's Monday. It's time for a good cry sometimes. Yeah. It, it definitely is. Yeah. Sometimes things get frustrating and you just have to cry a little bit. Sometimes you just gotta cry your emotions out. Yep. It helps. So, how was your weekend? Dude, it was awesome. I did not cry. Okay. I've not cried in a long time. <sighs> Guys, welcome back to your favorite podcast where we talk about our emotions. This is the Your Favorite Emotion Podcast. This is Timon. This is Lincoln. And we're your hosts. First of all, I publicly apologize for making an awful joke on Friday's episode. I still feel bad about it. I what, asked, what joke was that? I asked Lincoln for forgiveness and he told me. Uh, he oh, forgave me, don't worry and about uh, it. I do. I definitely do feel bad about yeah, that. It's been eating me up all weekend. <laughs> uh, so I thought about that joke once since Friday. Right now? No. No. Just like right afterwards. I don't know. I I haven't thought about it since he Friday. He cried, guys. He cried. <laughs> it's fine. It's not a big deal. Don't worry about it. Okay. I I have worried about it. Or do? You? Yeah. It's the, it's the bed I lay in. Well, bringing the good f- big Monday energy here to the podcast. I uh, hope you guys had a wonderful weekend. Yeah, my weekend was great. We did some fun stuff this weekend, Lincoln and I. We did. We had one massive excursion into a world where I've never been before. Absolutely. Yep. DMT. I'm just joking. N- nope. No, 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 no. We went to something even more trippier <laughs> than a hallucinogenic trip. Potentially. Potentially. We went to... Can you t- name the place we went? Is it like Wolf Lake Swap? It, it's just a. It was a swap meet. We went to a swap meet. What's it called? Uh, Wolf's Swap Meet. Wolf's Swap Meet in Kimmel, Indiana. Yep. If you guys know anything about Kimmel, you'll know they're known for their meth. Are they? Yeah. I didn't know that. That's all they're known for. I don't for. know anything about Kimmel, so yeah, they have great meth. <clears throat> Call it meth country. You okay. got God's country and you got meth country. Kimmel is meth country. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you insist. Oh, I'll insist. I'll tell you. It was awesome, man. It was a whole diverse experience. It was. Um, and what it is, is, was, what, here, here's what it is. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what it here is, was, and here is, here, is. I'm going to describe what the thing is to you right now. Do it. Um, so it's a bunch of vendors. Uh, they bring in stuff. Cost twenty dollars to vend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You yeah. throw up a table, or sometimes just put stuff on the ground. Yeah, that happens too. There's yeah. RVs and trailers and animals and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, mostly stuff. Mostly junk. Um, 
But, you know, people sell them puppies and kittens and birds and chickens. A lot of chickens. Yeah, a lot of chickens. A lot of rabbits, you know. Like a bunch of different fowl as well. Like, yep. It was really interesting. Turkeys. Guns. Guns. There was guns. There was ammo. Yeah, lots of ammo, lots of guns. Switchblades, knives. Sitting out for anyone to purchase. Yeah. With cash. (laughs) Yeah, they didn't care. There's cash for it. It was great. Yeah, there there was like, I would count. I would say probably in the whole flea market, and there's thousands of people. There's probably a hundred guns for sale. Would you say maybe? Probably, yeah. Be Several different booths selling multiple guns, guns. Yeah. yeah, and handguns, all of them. Above. Yep, yep. You could buy a handgun, which is fine. Yeah, it was interesting. Um, and then you may think, okay, yeah, wow, what white supremacy group did you go to? But let me tell you this: they were there, but so was. They were, they were there. They were there. Right. I'm not lying. The KKK was there I in force. Saw some uh, rebel flag insignias around. Yep. yep. Swastikas on the forehead. No. Did you? No. Okay. But I can imagine that we just didn't look hard enough. We would have found it. Oh. But on, on top of that, there was okay. also a very diverse amount of other people there, too. There was, I, I think, Malaysian or Cambodian, right? They were... Definitely like um, below China, above um, Australia, like in that area. I don't know what that area of the world is called. Indonesia, Malaysia, Cambodia, Vietnam. Like what? What is that? I don't. I don't know what you call that region. I don't know either. Southern, Eastern, Southeast Asia. That might be it. Yeah, a lot of Southeast Asians uh, in garb. I saw females with like paint. On their forehead and on their cheeks and in, like, dresses, like, colorful dresses. We saw a lot of Hispanics. There was, I would say, you know, um, just as many white trash. Well, I think white trash was predominantly the the one. But it was was pretty close. I would say with... 60%, maybe. If you put all the minorities together, there was more minorities than there were white trash. Hmm. There was Amish, for sure. There was lots of Amish. Plenty of Amish, yeah. We saw a female in full burqa. Yep. Yeah, just chilling. So, when it was it was a diverse crowd. Mm-hmm. She was buying a gun. <laughs> <laughs> so, she, good for her. She's allowed to. <laughs> I hope she does. It's fine. Loki, she probably needs one. So, living in that. Kennel. Yeah, yeah. This was something that we w- we went to like growing up. Uh, my parents knew about it, and we would go and buy and sell animals and stuff there. And yeah. So yeah, uh, they didn't have any all last year because of COVID. Um, this year it was bumping. Sort of, yeah. It was interesting because when we left, there's police directing traffic. You just go and you buy livestock and guns and equipment to make bombs. And as you're leaving, the policeman just looks at you and he waves and says, thanks for coming. And that's that's America. That <laughs> That is America. That's America. I'm here I don't, for it. I don't know about stuff for making bombs. Oh, but, I'm sure uh, you could figure it out. Yeah, I don't know. That's yeah. it. definitely uh, an eclectic group of individuals. Yeah. <laughs> one thing Lincoln said while we were there we, you, you, you're you walking through these aisles of just all this stuff and there are people walking around you as well and they're they're carrying chickens by the legs and pigs by the legs and just like all types of like animals and we saw some people carrying pigs and they were oinking and, and he said you know it's interesting everyone you, you notice that the people who purchase pigs also resemble pigs <laughs> Yeah, they never, I didn't say that. Never see a skinny, skinny uh, person buying buying I, pigs at these I, swap meets. I didn't say that. So. He didn't. I said it. I'll take those those credits. So yeah, good times. Yeah, Lincoln definitely said that. But 
That's cool. That was a really cool experience. Yeah, I'm glad we were able to go. That worked out really well. Saw some stuff. Yeah. Another thing uh, Lincoln said is there are people that we know that would literally freak out. I think so. They would be like, it was just a hodgepodge of, it was capitalism at its finest. There was, there was like a lot of guns and a lot of ammo there. I don't yeah. I don't know if I just never noticed the amount of ammunition for sale there before, but it seemed like a lot today. A lot more than I've ever seen before. Yeah. So that's, I don't know if that's just like a, a byproduct of COVID and people buying out like new right. stock places. And so everyone's just been hoarding ammo and selling it for crazy amounts now. It's or, expensive. I don't know. Yep. It's interesting. It's yeah. like how, how, how old, like some of those boxes of ammo look super old. Yeah. And like, yeah. does it just. World War Two? Does it last indefinitely? <laughs> like. I don't think it goes bad. There's <laughs> not an it expiration doesn't, like, date. Moisture doesn't play a role. And it's got cased up and. Yeah, you know, put just, staying in. It's probably stayed in gun safes for a long times, right? Who knows? Who, Who knows? knows really? Yeah. I don't know. I just thought thought that was interesting. I guess it doesn't go bad. I don't. I don't know. I don't know why I would. I just assume it gets used up, but maybe not. No, I mean, what are you going to use it on? I don't know. It's a we point. have a lot of school shootings, so. <laughs> not in our area. I mean, like just like in general, but yeah, yeah but. At, if we're going to walk down that thread of train of thought, I feel like the amount of ammo that's out there oh, and the yeah, amount of school shootings is crazy. Yeah. yeah I, <laughs> I think we, I think every school child would be dead <laughs> with the amount of ammo that's in the United States right now. If we were to use it on school shootings, America, America. Yeah, it was cool. It was a real cool experience. I'm, I'm glad I can neither confirm or deny if I bought a, a firearm there. And, uh, yeah, it was a good time. I can, if you want, you can ask me and I'll tell you. Yeah. Um, and I won't tell you about how we scratched off the VIN number the VIN on yeah. either. Well, we don't want any bodies connected to the firearms <laughs> that we own in this household. And that's why the gun was so cheap. <laughs> Seven homicides. <laughs> and it's got a new owner. It's not the gun's fault. We have a gun rehabilitation program here. Oh, no. You know, oh, you know when you take a dog and it's just been a bad dog and you just got to train it, you know, scratch its ears a little and yeah. take it on walks. Listeners, if you have a gun that's tied to a, a murder of some sort, you can uh, pay a fee and we'll take that uh, gun off your hands yep. for our gun rehabilitation program we'll bring it back to you as good as new in different condition healthy and we'll work at your command and not having killed someone with right also yeah Yeah. Yeah, we Um, do some really primal things with the gun um we put it in a room by itself for about 48 hours where it just learns to say okay i was born violent but i can take that and i can train it into peace and so then we have a whole session where the gun just screams out all of the hurts it has. And it just sits there and screams. And I'm sitting there and I'm just like, tell me more. Tell me more. And the gun is just, I'm metal. I'm wood. Things come through me that kill people. And you just, it's it's pretty intense, man. And I, we both come out of that. The gun and me. Different people. <laughs> A gun rehabilitation program here at Eighth uh, Street, <laughs> Gushing, Indiana. Yikes! You got um, your guns. I had actually seen um, a website or something on social media uh, from a nonprofit, and they take guns yeah. and turn them into farm tools. 
Wow. So, like, if you have a gun and decide that guns aren't right and you don't want your gun to go to someone else who's going to use it, you can donate to this non-for-profit and they will turn it into garden tools. Farm tools? Yeah. Like, you know, like hey, I need to kill a cow. <laughs> like hose and shovels. And <laughs> Let me stuff. go get my gun. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we have coyotes. We need a farm tool. There's a gun. Yeah, I feel that. That's funny. I don't. I remember seeing there was a... You can uh, think it's dumb. It's fine. There was it's a gun buyback program that happened. And that, again, this is on the internet, so who knows if it's true or not. And any, let me just reiterate to Suzanne and all of our new listeners that everything we say on this podcast is not real. We are not sure if it's facts or truth or whatever. We just spit whatever comes to our brains. And that's, that's why this is just a free podcast. We can say whatever and... By making this disclaimer, there should be no repercussions. <laughs> what are you about to say, Timon? <laughs> uh, I forgot. <laughs> oh, yeah. So a, a gun buyback program, and it was on Twitter, so I don't know if it's true or not, but there was a, they're buying back guns, and this guy put up like a pipe and a pin, mm. and it was like a very simple made shotgun mm-hmm. that he probably built for like 20 bucks or whatever, and the gun bri- buyback program was purchasing guns at $200 per gun. Mm-hmm. So they bought, brought it, and they said, no, we'll not take this. And then he demonstrated how you can actually use it as a gun, and they're like, shoot. So they bought it from him. <laughs> he sold three guns that day, made oh 600 bucks, and put it into, like, total $60. I thought that was really interesting. Do you feel like... Uh, they got some good guns watch, off the streets today. A watch yeah. list? Uh, he probably is now, yeah. He hits up every gun buyback program. That's how he makes it's his like money. A, it's like a prison thing to do. Yeah. Super primitive weapons. I like definitely, that. we saw some um, uh, live PD episodes where they had some like like janky shotguns. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah. That's wild. Well, let's let's get to the meat of the podcast here. I definitely got, um, oh, I got some interesting news. Oh, good. Thank goodness. Man. I got a voicemail from the Amish. Can you believe that? You want to hear it? Sure. Oh, I can't. Oh, no. It's, it's not playing. It's not super loud. No, you can't hear. I might have to put it. Okay. Basically, uh, my Amish fellow. That sucks. I'm sorry. The, basically, my Amish f- friend, he, uh, he wants to meet with me tomorrow. And uh, I'm going to help him with some stuff. And I'm going to video record some stuff. Nice. Yeah, for his website. Nice. Because he doesn't know how to do it. And so I'm going to get some Amish content for the podcast, bro. I'm so pumped. So, guys, get pumped for that. Um, secondly, well, what was it? The intro? Yeah, yeah, some lady messaged me about a Colton Goshen. I'm not sure if I should respond can you read that message again? Yeah, I can. She sent me two in a row. One, they're an hour apart. So this is the first one she sent me. I'm worried that my nephew is involved with a cult. Out of the blue, he moved to California about five years ago. When he came for, for his mother's funeral, he looked Amish. When I looked him up, his new address is in Goshen, Indiana. I'm just worried he's been brainwashed. <laughs> she uses explanation points after every sentence. Irene Menard. Learn how to... Do you, do you like... Rini seven one four five six is her. I am worried about my nephew. He abruptly left MA Massachusetts uh, five to six years ago. 
to live in Cali, to live with an online gamer's family. When he came home for his mother's funeral, he looked Amish. I've always been suspicious, but now he's in Goshen. Do you know of any other cults there? Man, I feel like this is spam. You think so? Yeah. It, if Man, I feel like it's, uh, it's a bunch of just like buzzwords of things you probably like tweet about. Well, it's good. I think she did it to the thread of my goal, my like um, Goshen cult thread. Did you look at the user to see if? Yeah, she's so Irene like Menard user. has f- one follower and is following seven people, and she joined in September two thousand sixteen. So, any like tweets? Yeah, she does. Her most recent tweet is let's look at. It. Um, her reply to me. Oh, no, she had some tweets, and now they're gone. What the heck? Show more. She literally had tweets, now I can't find them. Okay, that's weird. Yeah, I don't know. You know what? Maybe I'm clicking on the wrong thing. Wait, wait a second. I think she posted from two different threads. Yo, she did. So, Rini7145, she tweeted at me. And then she tweeted at me from Irene Menard, a different account. So, her one account has no response. She started in 2016. Her other account is following 47 and 5 followers and joined in October 11th. And she has tweets like this. July 10th, 2020. The U.S. would be nothing without immigrants and their drive for a better life. Other than the Native Americans, we are all immigrants some many generations ago. Did we forget that our ancestors, what our ancestors endured? Thanks, Irene. She took a poll on Oprah.com slash relationships. She took another one. She took two polls. Um, at 55, I love the wisdom that comes with age. It's the hardest if, the hardest is worrying if I have saved enough for retirement. So I can start my new life. October 18th, 2011. I hope she's doing well. 10 years later, 65. She's tweeting at me. So she tweeted at you? These weren't DMs? No, these were tweets. Oh, okay. Onto my thread. Gotcha, gotcha. From two different... Weird. Yeah, both Irene Miller. Weird. Or Irene Menard. Maybe she did DM me. Let me see. Uh, Yeah, I don't don't know. What do you do? Yeah. Awkward. Yeah, nothing probably. I don't. I don't know. Like, are there any other any other yeah, cults in Goshen? The Amish. Is that not really a cult? They can yeah. get out at some time if they want. Yeah, I don't really like. I'm having a hard time understanding these these sweets. Yeah, uh, what does she want you to do? I wonder if she is. I'm putting on my Tim and Jones hat here. Sure. I think that's the only hat you need to be wearing for this sort of thing. <laughs> I wonder if she is part of the global elites and she's just trying to... This is an easy way to start a conversation. I don't think she's actually part of the global elites, but I think she might be part of like Mount yeah. Moriah or something, yeah. right? And she's trying to to have a conversation about me and, and get me to divulge some information that I was very private about on the, on the tweet. I didn't say exactly what the cult was, even though I made a lot of hints towards what it was, but I'm never going to come out and say exactly what it is mm-hmm. because you got... You got to keep the people in mystery, you know? Mm-hmm. So I wonder if she's part of that cult and she's trying to get to me, right? That was one thought I had. The other thought I had is, is it just like a Russian bot and is she going to try to get my credit card? Is that the next question? <laughs> What's your credit card number? <laughs> yeah. Uh... Oh, yeah, it's definitely cult. Oh, that's interesting. What's your credit card number? 
So I can send you credit card monies. Yeah, so I can send you GameStop gift cards. Yeah, I, the, the weird... Yeah, I just feel like this hits like a lot of buzzwords for you, like online gaming, yeah, cult, oh yeah, Amish. So low key, she's like, hitting, yeah, hitting a lot of like. What are they looking at my like online profile, and they know what the buzzwords are, right? And now they're know. trying to plug that in. But I feel like that's, yeah, I don't know. Irene Menard, I gotta tell you, there is one cult, and your son probably is part of it, and it's called Grace College. You need to be worried about him. Yes, hundred percent, hundred percent. Well, guys, uh, that's our time. Thank you so much for joining us for another Timmons podcast and uh, the Tim and Lincoln Show and the daily content. And uh, what else are we calling this? McNugget. That's, that's it. So, uh, thank you guys so much for joining. I hope you guys have a wonderful day. Make sure to cry. Get a good cry in on this Monday before it's Tuesday. All right. 